So the fourth malacha, malacha of gathering. Gathering isn't something you would naturally expect to be considered one of the 39 malachas because you're not really changing anything. You're just gathering the produce together. after You harvested it, and now you're just gathering it together. We find by the law the malacha of carrying from a private domain to a public domain that Tosfo says that this is not something you would naturally consider to be something that is uh, one of the 39 malachas, even though it certainly was done in the Mishkan. The reason why you wouldn't consider uh, carrying outside to a public domain or carrying from a public domain to a private domain, the reason why you would naturally wouldn't consider that to be, what, Rosie? Got wet? Don't worry, you will switch to your pajamas. Ask Chayel to help you. So you wouldn't naturally, you would naturally not consider carrying from a private domain or to a public domain or vice versa to be considered something that's forbidden on Shabbos, even though it was done in the Mishkan. Why? Because it's, it's you're not really affecting any any change in the in the object you're bringing from the, one domain to the other. Since you're not really affecting a change, so you wouldn't think that this would be considered a malach. That's why the Torah explicitly says in two places that carrying inside to outside or outside to inside is a malacha. What does the Torah say this? The Torah says this both in regarding the din of the man. The Torah says that Chayela... Uh, hold on a second. Chayela... Please help Rosie change her pajamas, okay? Because it's wet. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> so, the Torah says in two places that carrying the man is considered a malacha. The Torah says that carrying inside to the outside, outside to inside is a malacha. The Torah has to say that to us explicitly because it's not something you would expect to be a malacha because you're not really affecting a change. Where does the Torah say? The Torah says, first of all, by the man. The Torah says not to go out and, and, and fetch the man on Shabbos because that's considered a malacha. You're carrying from outside the camp uh, to the camp. Uh, you're carrying from, from, the, the, sorry, from the camp to your house. That's in the public domain. To a private domain, domain, it's a problem. And also the Torah says by the donations the Jewish people brought to the Mishkan, the Torah calls bringing the donations to the Mishkan a malacha. The Torah calls that work. And so that's how we know that carrying is considered a malacha. I mean, obviously, if you walked into the Mishkan, it's something that's done in the Mishkan, but that's still not considered one of the 39 malachas. Because it's such a, a, a it's unique among the 39 malachas, it's not, it's not creating anything. That's why the Torah has to explicitly say, that uh, it is a malacha. And the same is also with the malacha, the fourth malacha of gathering. You're just gathering the, the produce together. You wouldn't expect that to be a malacha. So that's why the Torah has to give us a direct source uh, in, in a, in a pasuk to tell us that gathering is indeed a malacha. Where does the Torah tell us that gathering is a malacha? It says, when uh, midbar, in Parsha Shlach, the Torah says the Jewish people were in the desert and they found a man who was Mekoshesh on Shabbos. What is Mekoshesh? So the Talmud in Shabbos 
page 96b, says Rabbi Huda Mershmul, what's Mekoy Shish mean? He was, what was he doing with the wood? What was the problem with what he was doing with the wood on Shabbos? So there's three opinions. Rabbi Huda said, name Mershmul, the problem was he was carrying it around in a public domain. Then the Talmud brings a brysa. The brysa says, the problem was he was breaking the branches off the tree on Shabbos. And there's a third opinion of Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov says the problem was he was ma'amer. The branches that he had gathered were already detached from the tree before Shabbos. And the only issue was that he was gathering them on Shabbos. That's where, uh, that's where the Torah says that you cannot gather explicitly on Shabbos. According to Rabbi Yaakov, that's what the Mekoshish was doing. Now, what does Rashi consider the Mekoshish to have done? Rashi doesn't say what the Mekoshish was doing. And that's because Rashi relies on an earlier explanation of Rashi in the, when the Torah says uh, that they were, Jewish people were, were in Mitzrayim and that to gather straw, the Torah says the word Lekoshish Kash Atevin. Straw is called Kash. Kash means something which has to be gathered because it's spread all over the place. So, the, word, the Torah uses the word lekoishesh. Lekoishesh means, says Rashi, asifa to gather. They had to gather the straw for the bricks they were making with the uh, the for the Egyptian taskmasters. They had to gather straw. So the Torah uses the word lekoishesh. And therefore, later on in Parsha Shlach, when it says there was someone desecrating the Shabbos by mikoishesh. So according to other explanations, like. The Targum Unkelis. Unkelis says, Jewish people were in the desert. They found someone who was gathering uh, straw on Shabbos. That's what Targum Unkelis says. And Targum Yenison says, They found someone who was tearing something off the ground on Shabbos. So Rashi clearly sides with the opinion that says that the problem was Ma'amr gathering because Rashi doesn't say anything, and he must be relying on his early explanation in Pasha Shmois, where, where the Torah says the Jewish people were mokoshesh, they were gathering the straw. So gathering is a malacha. So does that mean if I have a bag full of oranges and they fall on my uh, kitchen floor and I put them back in the bag, so I am considered to have uh, gathered them on Shabbos and transgressed the prohibition of Ma'amer? The answer is no. Why? Because the prohibition is only to gather the produce in the place that it grew. There's no prohibition to gather something um, unless you're gathering it in the place it has grown from. So if there are apples that have fallen from the tree, you've taken off the tree before Shabbos, now it's Shabbos, you want to take the apples and put them together in a basket, that is the malacha of Ma'amr. That's prohibited in Minatera. It's biblically prohibited on Shabbos. It's one of the third name malachas. Ma'amr, you're not allowed to gather on Shabbos. However, if it was, let, it was put in this basket, and uh, you gathered the apples together already, and now the apples fell out of the basket. And now the apples are somewhere not in the field where they grew. They're somewhere in your somewhere in in, a, in your courtyard. They're not in the field. They're not outside by the tree. So it would seem that it shouldn't be an issue at all because the only prohibition of Ma'amir is to gather something the place that it grew. And here is not the place that it grew, so it should be okay. 
However, there's still an issue. The issue is, it's nirakimamir. It looks like uh, gathering. It's, it looks like the malacha of gathering on Shabbos. In the field, the place that it grew, that's a biblically prohibited. That's Asr Menatayra. But in a field, sorry, but in, in your courtyard, that is Asr for another reason. It's Asr rabbinically. It's a prohibition as a gzera, as a decree, as a fence on the Torah, that you may say, hey, I'm allowed to gather it in the, in the um, I'm sorry, gathering an extra tree is biblically prohibited. If it's been strewn, or if, if, if the basket of apples have been thrown across the field, that is rabbinically prohibited because it looks like it's ma'amer. Even though it's not the original place where it grew, it's been thrown all over the field, but since it's in, it is in a field, it is in the place where gathering is done, where, where the produce is gathered together. So although it's not biblically prohibited, it's it prohibited in the Rabbanon, rabbinically prohibited because it looks like it's, it, you look like you're gathering. What about if it will be in the, in the courtyard? In the courtyard, it would seem it's not prohibited at all. Because in the courtyard, it's not, it's not the place where it grew from. And it's not the place where it grows. It's not, it's not actually falling off the tree and right in this place, which may, will make it biblically prohibited. And it's not either prohibited because it looks like you're gathering it, because it's not the place, not even the area where it grew. But there's still an issue. What's the issue? The issue is that it's, Alter says in Simon Shin Lamed Hey Sif Hey Nispazlu Peres Vachatzer Achas Hein of Achas Heina. If your fruit has been spread out in your courtyard, one apple here, one apple there, Melakin Maat Maat Vayuchal. Alter says you can gather a little bit at a time and eat it. You can't put them Aleit Ote Chasali Techalchupa. You can't put it into a basket. You can't put it into a bag. It's in your courtyard. There are a bunch of apples in the courtyard. They got spread out over there. You're not allowed to put the apples in a bag. Instead, you can only take as much as you want to eat, but not to put it in a bag. Why not? It's not ma'amer. It's not gathering. It doesn't even look like ma'amer. So al says, says there's a third problem. The third problem is, You shouldn't do what you usually do during the weekday. It's called uvdin nechel. It's not a prohibition lest you might gather something on Shabbos from the tree or next to the tree. It's just uvdin nechel. It's something that looks very vachadik, something that looks very associated with something that you would do during the weekday. It's not Shabbistic. And so in order you shouldn't do what you do during the weekday, you should, should act differently on Shabbos. Therefore, the Altar says, don't gather in the regular way. Just gather what you need. Just gather the apples that you're eating right now, don't put the, take them a bunch of apples and, and put them together. Where does this all come from? This comes from the Gemara in, uh, in Shabbos. The Gemara says that... Uh, Gemara says the laws, in the laws of Yontif, um, sorry, in Sechta Beitza, Dachlam Gimel Amar Aleph, says in Sechta Beitza that... On Yontif, you're allowed to uh, make a fire. So let's say you need wood for your fire on Yontif. So it says in the Mishnah, You can gather from your courtyard and light and make a fire. Why from your courtyard? It's very specific. From your courtyard, the Gemara comments, and not from your field. Why not from your field? Because, because your field, it's Nirikim Ma'amir. There it looks like you're gathering. And that's also Paskins 
in Simon Tafkuf Aleph Siv Zayin, the Altarbah says, Ahmed van Amurin when can you gather the wood to make your fire on Yontiv in your courtyard? Of Vasada Oslukitsam in your field, you're not allowed to. Fishadarach Aitam is Dale Masada because it is normal for trees to grow in the field. So if you gather something there, it looks like you are gathering something in the place that it grew, even though uh, it's right now been spread around the field, but still it looks like you're gathering it there, and therefore it's prohibited. Even something that has already been gathered ready before, now it's been spread across the field, you're not allowed to gather it from there, because it's a, it's a decree that you may take from something that has, um, e- even if it's already in a pile, you cannot take it from the field, because you might take from something that has been spread around, and it looks like your ma'amr. So just to recap, not to get too lost over here, if there's apples next to a tree that have been taken off the tree before Shabbos, it's biblically prohibited to gather those apples and put them in, into a basket. If those apples are somewhere in the field, not next to the tree, it's still prohibited because it looks like you're gathering. If it's in a courtyard, so the Alter Rebbe says, don't gather them all together in a basket. Why? Not because of Nirakam Amr. You shouldn't do on Shabbos something that you, in a similar way that you do during the week. But it comes out that the only prohibition of ma'amir is in the place that where you grow things. If it's if it's not in the place you, where things are growing, then there's no biblical prohibition of ma'amir. However, uh, there are exceptions to that. The Gemara talks about iguli dvela. If you have figs, dried figs, and you want to you want to make a cake out of them and press them together. So even though you're doing this far, far from the field, this is a, you've, you've taken the figs and you've dried them out and now you want to make a cake out of them or you want, or you want to string them together and to make a, some kind of a, um, a, a... You want to attach them together in some kind of little circle with of figs. It's prohibited on Shabbos, says the Rambam, because even though it's not in the field, the Rambam says in Perek Ches Alachavav, he says... It's biblically pro- prohibited. It's a tool of Ma'amer. Why? The Maeser Kech explains, though it's not next to the field. I'm not gathering it next to, the, next to where the apple tree is. So why is it biblically prohibited? So the Maeser Kech explains, Since it is normal to take these figs and to dry them, and to gather them together far from the field, so it's considered like the same way you take the apples and put them in a basket, for the figs, this is considered the the same stage of processing the figs, is drying them together and pressing them together, or stringing them together, or perhaps in our time, let's say you wanted to uh, set something up very nice with your fruits or your apples, you want to string things together on Shabbos, there wouldn't be simple to do that on Shabbos. It would be just like the Ramam says of stringing together the iguli dvela of these figs. So even though it's not near the tree, it's still biblically prohibited because it is the it is the same stage for figs what is done for apples. Stringing the figs together or pressing them together is 
equivalent to putting the apples into a basket, which is prohibited on Shabbos. There is another thing that is not in the field, and not, it's in, the house, in your house. In your house in general, Rab Chaim Noah and the Mishnah Brura and others uh, are pretty clear that there's no concept of Ma'amir in your house. You're allowed to take a broom, let's say, if your oranges are, are, are uh, around the floor. You're allowed to take a broom and gather them together with the broom, according to the Mishnah Brura, according to the Chaim Noah. Uh, although Rabbi Levin is not so sure about this, uh, who is very... Uh, very knowledgeable in Altab Shulchan Aruch, because Altab doesn't doesn't make explicitly a distinction about this. However, the Altar Rebbe does say in uh, he uses example parenthetically in the laws of Muktza of gathering fruit together and doesn't mention any concept of Ma'amr. He does mention laws of Muktza about gathering fruit together and putting it in a basket. So it sounds like in your house there is no issue, as as the Mishabura and Reb Chaim Noah say. So in your house. Putting them together in a basket doesn't seem to be such an issue, although there is room for those who interpret Alter B'Shochanach differently to say that, yeah, even in your house, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do the same way you do during the weekday and put them together in one basket. Instead, you should take just a little, little, little time. Um, but there is another issue in your house, and that is like this. Let's say you have uh, boxes of wine or boxes of potatoes boxes of oranges, and you want to move them out of your dining room to make more room for your guests. So the answer is you're not allowed to. Why? It's not, it's not ma'amer, it's not a gzair of ma'amer, it's not even uvd in the choyl, it's not doing something which is, which is associated with things you do during the weekday, it's another problem. It's called tircha yaseira, extra strain on Shabbos. But what if you want to do this for the sake of a mitzvah? So very surprisingly, people don't know this, the definition of a mitzvah isn't what we would ordinarily expect. Let's say you have guests and you have enough room by your table for four people and you need to move away these boxes of wine or these boxes of produce to make to put another chair by the table. Isn't it a mitzvah to have guests on Shabbos? So the Alter Rebbe says that inviting your friends to eat with you on Shabbos is not considered in the category of halacha of a su'udas mitzvah, of a meal of a mitzvah. If people come from out of town and they need a place for Shabbos, that is considered a su'udas mitzvah, and then you're allowed to move boxes out of your out of your dining room to a storage room because there's a mitzvah. You have guests that came out of town and you're hosting them for Shabbos. However, if you invite your friend, hey, come eat by me and let's have a brain together on Shabbos, that is not considered a su'udas mitzvah, not considered a meal of a mitzvah, and therefore you would not be allowed to move boxes on Shabbos for that purpose because it's considered an extra strain on Shabbos. Let's see the Alter Rebbe's words in Simon Shin Lam and Gimel Sif Aleph. says the Alter Rebbe, A storage of produce or of bottles of wine. to move it around on Shabbos for a mundane purpose because it is considered to be a strain. Al-Advar Mitzvah, for the sake of a mitzvah, going lahach l'sham urchim, for the sake of guests or another mitzvah, or because you want to study Torah there, then you're allowed to. Then he says in Sivvav, ve'einu nekroim urchim, el-shabob what is the definition of a guest? A guest is someone who has come from another city. 
If you invite your friend in the same city to come join you, it's not considered a guest, it's considered a uh, it's considered a meal which is just voluntary. I mean, of course, it is a meal of Shabbos, but it's not considered his presence at your Shabbos table is not considered in the same category of an obligation, of a mitzvah, as someone who has randomly come from out of town and needs a place to eat. So that's an example of something which would be an issue, even though it is not ma'amir. There is another category of ma'amir. The Talmud says um, that even though something which is not, not grown from the ground, there is also a concept of ma'amir. Says the Gemara in Shabbos, that I'm in Gimlam in the base. Omer Rabbe, Haiman the Kodesh Milcha de Milchase, Chayim Mushamer. What does that mean? Let's say you would take water from the ocean, and the way they would make salt, they used to make a in the ground. They used to make this little uh, pit or this ditch in the in the in the uh, near the near the water near the ocean, and they would put water into these uh, ditches, and the sun would dry up the water, and they would have salt. So although it's not the salt doesn't grow there, but Rabbi says I consider this to be mokim gedule. This is a place that's growing because this is where you get the salt. This is where you get the salt. The salt comes from this place. So the Rabbi says this is mokim gedule. This is a place it grows from, and therefore you're not allowed to. It's biblically prohibited. Says Rabbi to gather the salt from where the um, the uh, sun has dried up the water. Abaya disagrees. Who do we paskin like? There's actually different, two different texts in the Gemara. In our Gemaras, in our printed uh, Vilna Shas Gemaras, it says that Rava is arguing with Abaya. Rava says it's considered Ma'amir, it's considered gathering to gather the salt from the place that it dry, where the water dried up, and Abaya says it's not. Now the rule is, Abaya ve'Rava, hilchasek Rava. Whenever Abaya has an argument with Rava, the halacha always follows Rava, except for the six exceptions, of which are called Yal Kagam. Yal Kagam is an acronym for the six exceptions where we rule like Abaya. However, the poskim all rule like Abaya here. Why? Because they have a different text in the Talmud, and their text reads that it's not Abaya arguing with Rava, it's Abaya arguing with his teacher, Rabba, and therefore the halacha can follow Abaya, and the Allah is that there is no biblical prohibition of gathering the salt um, in the place that it dries up. However, the Altarib says that's only uh, biblically. However, there's still a rabbinic prohibition of gathering the salt from the place where it dried up. And the Altarib says in Simon Shin Mem, uh, he says, Ain Imur El Karka. The only concept, the only, the it's only prohibited to gather something if it grows from the ground. But rabbinically, the rabbinical prohibition also It's even forbidden if something does not grow from the ground. The to, to gather something which did not grow from the ground, but it is in the ground and it was produced from the ground. For example, if there are, um, uh, if there is a salt that has been produced in this area on the ground, the Altar says, 
yes, it is not biblically prohibited to gather the salt there. However, there is a rabbinical prohibition. Uh, the Alt Rebbe doesn't, I just want to, just to Shleim Asainian, just to give the full picture of this whole malacha, I mentioned before that the Rambam says that it's biblically prohibited to gather the, um, the uh, figs and to press them together. The Alt Rebbe mentions the Rambam, he mentions this opinion, but he puts this in his parentheses. And the Shehiris Yehuda uh, famously says, whenever the Alt Rebbe puts something in parentheses, he says it's not because... It's, a, it's it's not because it's a it's a uh, not an important point. It's because the Alter has a suffolk, has a doubt whether or not this is halacha. The Alter is planning to go back to give a final ruling. So it's not clear from the Alter if he rules like the Rambam or not. He puts it in parentheses. Um, but either way, for, from our for our purposes, it's, it doesn't really matter because either way, it's prohibited um, rabbinically. And uh, it, that's basically the Malacha Mamah. Hey, Rabbarach. Welcome back, Rabbarach. I hope you're feeling okay. Anyone have any questions or comments on this, uh, on the on Ma'amir? All right. Thank you for joining Yehuda. Thank you for joining Ira. Thank you for joining Rabbi Aryeh and Rabbarach. Rabbarach, how are you feeling? Uh, better late than never. Rabbarach, I hope you have a refuah shlema, refuah shlema kreva. Thank you so much. Sorry, I was late. <laughs> Rabbarach, <laughs> everyone have, say have a mind. Rabbarach, a koyin ben chana rifka refuah kreva shlema. Please take the film for him tonight. Okay, good night.